This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. I'm happy for them. 50 and all. You know what I mean? What? They rolled in and took the belt and took the, the money belt and all the things called. What way would that have been? So, what can you do? Fair play to him. I'll, get, I'll take my hat off to him every day. He was composed. Welcome to this hour of the program. Rob Breckenridge with you on this Monday afternoon. 974-TALK is our number, 974-8255. So that, of course, uh, the voice of UFC star, UFC champion Conor McGregor in the aftermath of his first professional boxing match. Of course, he went up against uh, legendary Floyd Mayweather, undefeated Floyd Mayweather, still undefeated Floyd Mayweather, is now 50-0, to coming out of retirement and winning rather handily on Saturday night. It was uh, a massive, massive super fight, as we all know, which is interesting given that there was really no title at stake, given that Conor McGregor had never fought a boxing match before. But there was a tremendous amount of interest. And a lot of, I think, just a curiosity factor. What was going to happen in this fight? I mean, we've seen Conor McGregor do some impressive things in mixed martial arts. Could he do the unthinkable and knock out this undefeated champion? Maybe that's what it came down to. Maybe a lot of it was just the, the showmanship of Conor McGregor. He knows how to get attention. They have this uh, press tour where they basically just got on stage and shouted insults at each other. The whole thing was weird. When it came down to it Saturday night, I mean, it was, it was a watchable fight. It was an enjoyable event. I thought, you know, some of the undercard bouts were really exciting. And I think the main event, for me, it, it surpassed expectations. So it, it was quite something. Joining us uh, for some thoughts on this historic event as someone who was a part of the broadcast team Saturday night scoring this fight, Steve Farhood. He's a Showtime boxing announcer. He's a Hall of Fame boxing historian and writer. Steve, so great to have you with us here. Welcome to the program. Thanks so much for having me. We're good to talk to you again. Now, and, and refresh us. I mean, what, what was your scorecard out when, when the fight was stopped? After nine rounds, I had it actually closer than the judges at 87-86 Midweather because I gave McGregor the first three rounds. And mm-hmm. thinking back, I really was surprised all three judges didn't give him the first three rounds. One did. The other two didn't. So I gave McGregor three rounds, and then I gave him the eighth, which was a very close round. So my card was uh, Mayweather slightly ahead, but of course we know that that score does not indicate what was happening because after the third round, it was very one-sided. Yeah. Well, and let's stay focused on the fight itself because that, that did surprise me that, you know, early on, I mean, McGregor didn't look out of place. He seemed kind of awkward in how he was throwing punches, but he certainly seemed like he belonged. Did, did he surprise you? He definitely surprised me. You know, you used the word expectation before, and in terms of the performance, my expectations were very low for obvious reasons. And so the fact that he did well for three rounds um, did surprise me because the expectations were so low. With that said, Mayweather is the smartest fighter in the world, as long as, along with being the best. And his attitude and his strategy was to lay back, let McGregor blow himself out, and then take over, and that's exactly what he did. So the fact that Mayweather lost the first three rounds, at least on my card, was not necessarily because he, you know, was was frustrated by McGregor or outboxed by McGregor. It was part of a bigger strategy, and it worked perfectly. So in this case, the cards and the individual rounds of scoring were not as big as the bigger picture. All right. He had a fight plan. I mean, a pretty yeah. clear flight plan. Yeah. Right. Fight yeah, plan. Exactly yeah. right. Uh, 
turns in of of his movement, and, and we've been used to seeing in some fights, and he's been criticized for it, where it almost seems like he's like he's running, he's on his feet, he's backpedaling, he's hard to catch. He basically stood in front of McGregor. Was that part of the strategy? Was that, as he said after, he wanted to give the fans a show? Or do you think he's 40 years old, and maybe his legs just don't move like they used to? I don't think we saw the best Mayweather. I think I think the layoff, maybe it was part the layoff, and maybe it was part him being 40. I think his, his reflexes were a little slower. He got hit flush with some punches. But some of that has to do also with McGregor's unorthodox strategy and tactics. You know, the guy does not fight like anybody we've ever seen before. At times, I had to blink and remind myself this is a professional fight, a boxing match, because McGregor, to his credit, did not try to be something he's not. You know, his training camp, he didn't bring in, uh, uh, you know, a, a standard boxing trainer. He stayed with his people. And I think he understood that whatever he had in terms of being unorthodox was probably his best chance of winning, at least winning some rounds. So, you know, he tried to win. He did what he did. He pooped out a little early. If I were upset with anything about McGregor or disappointed in anything, it's that he didn't really have any clout on his punches, even early in the fight. And I had heard so much about this big MMA terror, you know, who knocks everyone out with his left hand. Well, I, I didn't see that in this fight, any power at all. Well, and that's what we all thought. I mean, if, if McGregor was going to win this fight, he was just, he was going to overwhelm Mayweather. He was, he was going to, you know, knock him out with, with a big shot. But I don't know. Was his plan to outbox Mayweather? Was he going to try to win on points? That's what I was thinking as I'm watching. I mean, well, he's he's acquitting himself, all right. But what's his what's his plan for victory here? Yeah, I, I think he he tried to overwhelm him. He tried to to beat him early. Uh, you know, it, it, the game plan was certainly not to go twelve hard rounds. He knew he couldn't do that. So I think he did what he tried to do, and he did it well. And he won the first three rounds, and then he pooped out. And I think Mayweather, for his part, did what he wanted to do and won the fight. So there was no surprise there. But to me, you know, there, were, there, were, there was the expectation of winning the fight for McGregor. And he is a champion, so I do think he expected to win the fight, as silly as that may sound. And then the, the image. That, that's the second consideration in terms of his performance. And in terms of his image and his future, he did himself no damage. If anything, he did himself well. So I, I, I said going in on the 550 million radio shows I did, <laughs> I, I said that the important thing for McGregor is to try to win. If he tries to win and he fails, regardless of how badly he fails, he'll come out a winner. And I think that's exactly what happened. What about Mayweather? Does he tarnish his legacy at all? I don't think so. You know, uh, very little was said about the fact that he went 50-0. and 0. Was it partly because he did it against McGregor? Maybe. Um, I, don't, I just don't think that 50-0 and 0 is that important. I don't think anyone sees Mayweather any differently now than they did after his fight with Andre Berto when he was 49-0 and 0 when he retired. So I, I don't think that changes anything. He did what he had to do in this fight. Again, if he if he if he had been if it had been a close decision or something, I think it would have tarnished Mayweather's legacy. But uh, that wasn't the case. He got the knockout, or at least the stoppage that he said he was going to get, and that's what he needed to do to protect his legacy. Yeah. Now, to me, the stoppage seemed entirely logical. I think there was about a dozen or so punches, and, and McGregor wasn't throwing anything. Did it didn't make sense to you, or do you think it was premature? No, I think it was definitely a good stoppage. You know, I, I think McGregor. Partly to save face, and partly because he comes from a different world in, in his combat sport, saw it as a premature stoppage. It was not a premature stoppage. It was fine. It was so clear to everyone watching that McGregor was, was spent. He had nothing left. And when you have nothing left and your hands are low and you're getting hit, even by a guy like Mayweather who's not a puncher, that's, that's when the danger comes in. And uh, the, the timing of the stoppage, I think, by Robert Byrd was perfect.
Now, so we look at this as an event, and it was an interesting contrast because the arena wasn't full, but yet pay-per-view demand uh, seemed to exceed expectations. So th- this this did turn into every bit the, the mega fight we thought that it would, didn't it? Yeah, it did. I, I guess they must have mis, mis, uh, misunderstood the, uh, the the live gate because uh, they, they t- charged too much for the mo- for t- for tickets, too much money for the tickets, mm-hmm. and ended up moving a lot of people who were upstairs, downstairs, um, you know, before the main event. So that's that that they were about four or five thousand empty seats, which is surprising. But the pay per view, you know, I think if you're like me, you judge the interest in an event by some of the friends you have who maybe aren't hardcore fans. You know, right. it's just yeah. average sports fans. We all do that, whether whatever sport it is. And you know, of course, I got asked a lot uh, as as we all did about the fight, and it seemed to me that everybody wanted to watch it. But nobody wanted to pay for it. <laughs> so, you know, you're looking for that fan or Uncle Jim or your cousin or whatever who, I'll bring the six-pack and you pay for the pay-per-view, you know. Right. But I think ultimately probably what we're going to see when we get the numbers is that a lot of people did pay for it, maybe last minute, because the curiosity factor, which was what was driving this event, just overcame them and they couldn't, they couldn't bear to miss it. Yeah, well, I, I watched the the fight. I mean, I'm a boxing fan, but I watched the fight with a bunch of people who are really not boxing fans per se, but, I mean, they're interested mm-hmm. in sports. It just, it, it had that kind of event where it transcended boxing, right? I mean, just average sports fans were, were excited, were curious, wanted to see this fight. Yeah, and, and it transcended uh, boxing and it transcended combat sports for one very important reason. Not only were the two guys the best in their respective sports, but it's the power of their personalities. You know, th- this whole event was a reminder that boxing or any kind of individual combat sport is is about stars. You know, it's a star-driven sport. And we already knew Mayweather was a huge star, maybe, you know, up there with after LeBron James, maybe, you know, the biggest in sports. And and clearly McGregor was as well. And if you didn't know who McGregor was before the promotion, you certainly knew it by Saturday night. So the power of the personalities had as much to do with driving this event and spectacle as did the talents of the individuals. Do you think those press conferences, do you think they helped sell the fight? I, I, I almost wonder if they turned people off. I mean, it's just, a lot of it seemed over the top to me. Well, that's a great question. And I'll tell you, I, I, I don't know if this is everybody's feeling, but to me it was a little bit generational. I think people my age, and I'm 60, um, I was turned off by it. I thought they went way over the top. And... Younger people didn't seem as upset by it. Now, maybe that's just the world we live in. Maybe that's the world I live in. I don't know. But I think for every older person that they may have lost with the profanity and everything else, they may have gained two you know, 25-year-olds or millennials or whatever you want to say. So I don't think it necessarily was a bad thing for the promotion. I don't think it put the two fighters in a very good color and a very good place. But it's what it was. I mean, they certainly took what they had and they used it. So what comes next for these guys? Do you think Floyd's really done? Yeah, I do think he's done because, you know, Floyd Mayweather is not going to get out of bed for less than $30 million. Let's face it. You know, it's, 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 there's, not, there's no boxing match. There's no rematch. There's no reason for one. There's no boxing match. There's no boxing opponent. Um, he's not going to fight Golovkin. Let's say Golovkin knocks out Canelo Alvarez in a couple of weeks. He's not going to fight Golovkin because Golovkin's a 160-pounder, and Floyd knows better. It's just not his size. So I think mm-hmm. he does go back into retirement. And, you know, it took a very special circumstance to bring him out of retirement in the first place. Now, more interestingly is what does McGregor do? Does he say, hey, I like this boxing stuff. I want to keep at it and get better. 
although it would be for much less money, obviously, if he does that. Or does he go back to martial arts, UFC, where he's not going to make $100 million in his right. fight? So it'll be very interesting to see. But one thing's for sure, he's on the rise, and he, he's a lot younger than Floyd, and he has a future. And he, he did his future, whatever he chooses to do, he did his future, no, no damage on Saturday night. Well, he's going to cast a shadow, right? I mean, you mentioned the, the upcoming uh, Canelo Triple G fight. I mean, whoever wins that fight, you know, people are going to start saying, well, how about, uh, how about him against, uh, against McGregor, right? I think so, but I, I think given how the fight ended, I don't know that people will envision McGregor against the very best. Um, you know, it, w- one of the most interesting things, and I asked this question to people, and no one gave me a good answer. What would have happened if McGregor had taken a six-round fight against the guy who was 5-3 and three to start? Yeah. Then he takes an eight-round fight against the guy who's eight and one. You know, build himself up, build his stamina up, build the comfort level up with boxing. Obviously, he didn't do that for a reason, and the reason is his paycheck. We get that. But what if now he decided, hey, I have more money than God. You know, I want to do this right. I want to become a boxer. It'd be very interesting to see his career arc if he, if he chose to do that. Yeah, well, he certainly opened up a lot of doors for himself and much bigger yeah. bank account, as you mentioned. Steve, I will leave it there. Thanks so much for making some time for us. I know it's been a crazy weekend for you, but I really appreciate this. My pleasure, Rob. I'll talk to you again soon. You bet. Take care. Uh, that is Steve Farhood, boxing uh, Hall of Fame inductee, longtime boxing writer and historian, of course, part of that Showtime boxing team. He was scoring the fight on uh, on Saturday. Closer than I had it. You know, you could probably give Floyd those first three rounds, and after that, it just seemed like he ran out of gas and really didn't, really didn't offer much at all. I don't, I mean, I mean, there's a one uppercut in the first, I think it was, but otherwise, he didn't really seem to hurt Floyd. It's, well... How are you going to win? I don't think you're going to outbox him. But I think in a weird way, I mean, both guys came out looking good. Conor McGregor looked like he belonged. And Floyd Mayweather showed that he's a smart guy. He knows how to win a fight. It was his uh, fight plan executed perfectly. And they both made a lot of money. With the pay-per-view buys, uh, they're, they're guaranteed. I mean, put it this way. They're guaranteed paychecks going in. $100 million for Floyd. $30 million for Connor. The way things are going to shake out with the revenue from this fight, it's probably going to be more like $200 million for Floyd Mayweather and upwards of $100 million for Connor McGregor. That's crazy. That's crazy. I still remember back in the day in Mike Tyson, when was his first $20 million paycheck been? Maybe the Sphinx fight? And people's minds were blown. $20 million for a fight? $20 million? That's it? Well, put another zero on there. That's where we're at now. So it was quite something. But I did watch it. I admit I watched it. And I wasn't going to originally. I thought this is going to be a farce. This is ridiculous. But it's just enough of a curiosity factor. It all came together kind of at the last minute. You know, some friends said, well, yeah, well, you want to do this? Let's do this. We'll split it. Let's order the fight. And it ended up being entertaining. I thought there was some, some competitive fights on the undercard. The main event it was interesting. It really was. And it was a satisfactory ending, I suppose, you could say. All right, 403-974-8255 is our number. Back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.